Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. What does ponder actually mean? Well, according to the dictionary, it means think about something carefully, especially before making a decision or reaching a conclusion. Well, as you know, on the Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity podcast episodes, we allow women to share their stories in a non-judgmental way about why they stepped out of their relationships. But there are so many other interesting topics that we all need to learn from and not to judge right away. So let's talk about it now. Let's ponder. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Let's Ponder on Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. Hope everybody's been having a good year so far. We're getting a little more freedom with the whole COVID thing. I'm fully vaccinated now. I Let's see here. It must have been the 11th of February. I had my second vaccination, so that's nice. Um, more and more people are getting them. And hopefully, you know, things will start to progress in a better way so that we can get into restaurants easier. And I have actually been out a couple of times and it was really nice to sit down in a restaurant. And even though it's cold and the doors may be open and it's chilly, it's just nice to feel like I can go back out again and try and, you know, have fun instead of being, you know, to go forever. I don't like to have big restaurant foods to go. I just don't. I like to have it at a table and to have service and things like that. So for those of you who are listening who are in that industry, I thank you for um, doing what you do. And, you know, I hopefully you guys have been able to somehow, you know, unemployment, anything to try and keep you afloat, because it's been so hard on all these small businesses and restaurants that they had to shut down so much. So um, I'm just happy to see that everything is back up and going. Yay. So today we're going to talk about why do women tend to affair down? I, you know, was trying to think of a better title, but this suggestion actually came from a listener in Ireland. Um, and he was curious as to why a lot of these stories were coming through where women are in a relationship or a marriage with a decent guy and the men that they choose or get involved with seem to be in a different category as their own partner. Um, not saying that they're going up. It's like they went from driving a nicer car down to a lower um, type of car. And I and I don't ever want to insult anybody or profile or anything. Um, but it is interesting. What is it about these other men that are complete polar opposite of their husbands that's being attractive? So I went out and of course, typically where I get my information is on social media. So I will reach out on my Facebook, 
my Rebecca Adams Facebook page. I will reach out on um, the Raw Truth Facebook page, uh, Twitter, Instagram. So if you're not following me and you want to be a part of some of these answers, then feel free to um, send me a friend request um, or send me a private message so that I know that you are a listener and you do want to friend me and that you're not some scammer who is some usually um, dude who's in his late 50s, early 60s on a boat or in some tropical place holding a drink, looking all classy, who says he's a widowed and he's a former doctor and it's all just scams. (laughs) I just want to make sure that these people that are friending me are um, true listeners because you can only have so many people on your Facebook page. And I'd like to have those of you who actually are listening and are supporting of the podcast who are friends of the podcast that would, um, you know, benefit from following me on the Facebook. So um, on the Facebook, what am I? (laughs) I sound like a person who doesn't know what she's talking about. Infidelity. Both women and men alike have found themselves in situations where they have become unfaithful to their spouse or partner. On the podcast, Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, you hear stories from women who have been unfaithful, but want to share their stories to help others in similar situations or to help other people understand why sometimes infidelity happens. But there is still so much more. How does a man cope when he finds out that his wife, girlfriend, or partner has cheated? What are the reasons why a man chooses to cheat? Are they similar to why a woman does? Or maybe you are the other man or the other woman in a relationship. I asked her later why she didn't tell me she liked the kind of sex she had with him. She said it was novel for the first couple times, but she swore she didn't like what he was doing. I'm not sure I believed it. Why keep going back? I'm sure in hindsight she feels that way now, but I never got over the nagging doubt that she enjoyed the sex with him more than me. I also never got over the feeling that she looked back at what they did and with good memories. He was bigger than me, in better shape, younger, and the sex was new. I never got over that. Again, she swears she looks at it with disgust, but who knows? Why would she ever admit it? To hear the rest of this story and other stories like this, please visit the website rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link. For a $3 a month pledge, You will get access to these additional episodes, as well as early access to regularly released episodes. If you have a story that you would like to be considered for a future podcast, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. All submissions will always be anonymous. And always remember, no judgment. So let's talk about this. So I submitted that out to everybody and I've got a lot of different uh, comments and thoughts. So let's get started. Why do women tend to affair quote down? That's an interesting point. It's been my experience with married women who weren't swingers or in an open marriage that they are only looking to be desired or chased after. Most of the time, after the initial affair, they lose interest in continuing with it because it wasn't to replace what they had. 
just experience something they felt were missing. Sometimes it is a fantasy fulfillment, um, also known as being being with someone of another race or ethnicity or someone who is well endowed or dipping their toes into the BDSM pool, a la Fifty Shades of Grey or the, quote, bad boy experience, something they can't get from their husband. I like that. This one says, easy. If it's a lesser man, there's much less chance she will leave. You are married to a great guy. You are not leaving even if you cheat, unless this guy finds out and then there are variables. Okay. The next one said, who says the other is the lesser one? Seems subjective. To which somebody commented, if I were the husband, I would say, quote, who is sleeping with a married woman, quote, if we want to talk about lesser. I am sure many women being cheated on would say the same. I get your point, and it is subjective to an extent, but even if a guy had more money and was better looking, I would have to say, quote, why does he not get his own woman? Could it be he can't handle everything in a relationship and just wants the good parts? Again, more for ponder. There are men who sleep with married women, particularly domestic abuse women, and are likely pretty good men, but many of those, quote, pickup courses guys pay for online that you can find for free, for giggles will tell you, unhappily married women are easy targets where you can get the benefits without the baggage. That's good. Okay, next one says, let me see if I got this right. The men whose wives cheated say that they cheated with a less attractive, intelligent, and successful man, and that's their opinion every man would say that about a man he's jealous of. Okay, so the way it read it was kind of hard, but what they're saying is the women probably aren't saying this. It's the men who were hurt that are saying this man was much lesser of a man than I was. So that's interesting. Makes sense. Okay. Sometimes it's that the lesser man just accepts you for you. No expectations, no roles, no responsibilities, no housewifey stuff, just you as a woman who is accepted for the simple things in life. Great. Thank you so much for that. Okay. Next one. Women tend to lose themselves in relationships. When men first meet you, they love that you're free and fun and happy and full of life. Uh, but it's those same things they end up hating. So you change to be more responsible, more dependable, more housewifey, and then you change to someone you can't even recognize in the mirror. You wonder where your old self went and how you lost your spark. And when Mr. Bad Boy comes along, he brings out the fun, free side of yours that is simple, easy, with no pressure, and you fall in love with yourself again. I find that more responsibilities you have in life, the more it weighs you down. Yes, I see your point very clearly in that. That, yeah, that, <laughs> good point. So the next person commented, on that last uh, post, and they said, or he says the right things to make her think she is, at least one of the stories, uh, this is hard to, to really read here, or he says the right things to make her think she is, as at least one story on the podcast has. I mean, think of it, it's easier. Again, sorry, I was trying to 
kind of uh, decipher this. The married mom with three kids and a husband has all the issues that come with a relationship. The affair partner does not, and unlike dating a single mom, odds are he gets the milk, sex, without buying the cow as part of the package deal. Nice. I, I get that. Next one. Now, it's hard to do no judgment with facts, but I am sure those of us who cheated have to at least entertain that any woman or man sleeping with a person they know is married is more than capable of lying to a woman or a man. Think lies work uh, sadly more with women, as you don't hear of many guys getting used for sex and crying in their dorms. To say what we want to hear to get what they want. And if a marriage ends because someone who turned out not to care about the person who was cheating on their spouse said the right things. I don't think many women who plan to stay in the marriage would say it was worth it. Maybe after the fact to not admit to being wrong, but not in reality. Also, one thing about bad boys, I think they are far more likely to be like, yeah, I got that married bookworm into bed as a kind of a brag. But the bad boy is also the type that says he wants to keep doing it after the woman gets it out of her system and tries to save her marriage. And he contacts married women for an affair and is shot down and tells the husband with intimate details of maybe things the wife would never do for the husband. I think someone who has not cheated and is on the fence really needs to hear what happened. I mean, work it out over a year later and back to square one. Again, men are very prideful. Now, if the marriage is over, it's not really an issue. But if it's not or trying to be saved, I tell everyone I refer to the podcast of Stephen Karen, as it's probably the most important story to listen to if you're thinking of having or continuing an affair. So the Stephen Karen story that this one um, has been referring to is an episode on Patreon. So if you're not a Patreon subscriber, um, you will not have heard the episode. But if you're interested, you can sub subscribe for that. Um, so then he continues on with, um, there are more Steves out there than people think, and most stories on the podcast the husband has not found out about. There are a few stories that have different issues in them, and I tell people they might want to check it out. I am on a couple of marriage forums, and any women, never had to ask a man on a forum that I have seen, and I am on four, if they are asking for some sort of advice, I refer them to the site and tell them lots of stories that do not have conclusions. But this one does, and Rebecca's. I always say you have to be prepared for the worst consequence if you decide to do it. And there is a fight. Quote, you threw away our marriage and family for that? Again, only applies if the marriage is wanting to be saved and if someone is cheating as opposed to divorce. Thank you for sending that in. I know exactly who wrote that. <laughs> okay, the next one says, For some, it may be a case of the, quote, Florence Nightingale effect, where the woman feels the need to care for the, quote, struggling affair partner. Edit. And enjoys the fact that the affair partner needs them. Just an opinion. Next one says, This is a great question that I wish I had an answer to. Some may also tend to have the affair with someone who is not a risk. Let's say someone who is also married, someone close to their husband. This makes it less likely that either her or the affair partner will let their guard down and be exposed. Like it. Okay. 
So I chimed in on this as well, and I stated for this that my own thoughts are that women tend to like the bad boys. And of course, I'm talking from personal experience. And if they are in the excitement rush of the affair, adding an unlikely person could add fuel to the fire for the affair to burn hotter. And then uh, somebody commented on mine and said, more taboo, rush to it. Supposedly, a good amount of relationships with affair partners do not last. Thus, the foundation from Ash's quote, which I've talked about a lot. That could be part of it somehow. The problem with the affair partner is they're not the one that's there when a person has had a horrible day and is stressed because the washer broke or such. Also, uh, there is a theory on the whole male talk red pill. Stuff that women want bad boys when they are younger, settle for the nice guys, but when they're married, they miss the thrill of the bad boy. Men can be similar, more like you choose someone fun, but not too much fun, that you would leave your wife. Stats show men are more likely to cheat when we are happy, which I have no damn clue why. So that was um, obviously sent in from a guy there commenting back on mine. All right, next one. Well, obviously, I'm not an expert. I've only been affected once, which is one time too many anyway. I think in my personal case, though, she viewed him as non-threatening. They formed a friendship that eventually turned flirty and progressed. The reason that I think they had the affair... I think it is usually through familiarity with the person, not feeling threatened or realizing that you're going down that dark path until it's almost too late. The attachment has been made. I know that her partner has been down this road many times. I think that sometimes they have a certain way of grooming a woman. I didn't ask for a whole lot of detail as far as how this actually progressed because, as I've said before, it didn't matter how they cheated just that they cheated. Knowing how doesn't really change the hurt. So I believe that it is a combination of opportunity, familiarity, and ego stroking. In my wife's case, I definitely felt that she was pursued and enjoyed that feeling. I don't know if she could ever pursue anyone else because I think she lacks the confidence for that. Does that make sense? Okay, next one. Because at that point, it's not what he might bring financially to the table or most any other measurement of success. It's more about what he can offer her as far as attention, listening to her and making her feel desired, wanted or special. Okay, I like that. Okay, next one. I guess we should define lesser in this situation that we are talking about, though my husband would disagree. I don't think my affair partner is lesser. I think we found each other at the wrong time, and instead of accepting we would only be friends, we ventured into what if, which is totally wrong, and I wish it never happened. However, in my situation, I found my husband in high school. I've been with him since I was 16, and though I madly love my husband and I think he is perfect for me, I've only been with him. And I would think that if we looked, Many young relationships that end in divorce or go through affairs are because they started when they were young. People change. I don't know, just my thoughts. I know my husband and my affair partner are definitely different. Actually, my husband thinks my affair partner is very similar to my father, which I thought was weird when he said because my husband is the total opposite of my dad. 
So somebody commented to that. And they said, I would agree with that. I didn't experience it. But same place, you might wonder what else is out there. I'm sure monotony would sit in the relationship also as it has a way of doing. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law, I think, were each other's first and are still together 20 plus years later. And I admire that because it seemed like it would be very tempting to stray. And I can understand that. I I can relate to that. Um, and that kind of happened with me, not using it as an excuse, but I hadn't been with very many. And if, you know, these other men were giving me attention and making me feel special, and I wanted to experience other things, and I went out and did it. Okay, next one. I've read and listened to so many stories of infidelity over the last number of years, and yes, they all do have their own unique characteristics, such as the personalities of the betrayed, wayward, and quality of the marriage itself. But there are very strong common threads that group affair types. One of the main common features is when the couple married too young. It's no excuse, but it is unfortunately very common. From a Patreon subscriber. I heard you question that you were going to address in a Ponder episode about wives who, for the lack of a better word, affair down. This was pretty much my story. Not that a tradesman isn't a noble profession. It is. But in terms of where we were in a social strata versus him, it was affairing down. He, of course, as you read in the story, was far from noble. This is what I got from her and how she ended up with him as an affair partner. I still don't believe she was actively looking for an affair. She had a huge hole in her with my daughter's leaving, and this was her trying to fill it. She sees now how a job, some really good volunteering or something like that, would have been a healthier way out of it. But why him? First, he was the aggressor. She wouldn't have gotten hit on from any of our friends. They knew us as a happy couple, and I doubt anyone in our social circle would have put themselves out for what would have been a total shutdown. Then the fallout from that would have been a giant mess. He had none of those restrictions. He also groomed her by appealing to her lost state. He wasn't part of our lives. I think she could have done the same thing with her personal trainer, but he wasn't a scumbag like him. Still... On the day when I asked if she was fucking him too, she dropped him. Probably not good, as she has struggled with her weight since. According to the fact he wasn't a friend or ever would be, let her compartmentalize what she was doing. This doesn't entirely ring true, as she also set up that meeting for me to partner on his business, but later she said she felt pressured into it as she was scared if she didn't, he would blow up her life. The thing is, he never was a planned replacement for me, which for her somehow made it better. It wasn't some rich guy who she could go off with. He lived in a tiny house with little kids. Hardly something she would give her life up for. She also said it protected her from ever developing feelings for him. Somehow she thought that would be a big positive for me. She couldn't have been more wrong. I blew up when she tried to tell me she chose me and he meant nothing. I remember screaming at her that she destroyed our life for something that meant nothing. I do think that that is why there was no, quote, fog or anything. She really didn't have feelings for him. In fact, 
at the end of the day, I think that he humiliated her so much she actually hated him in a way. She definitely hates him now as she got divorced and lost her family over it. It has also freed her to do things with him that she didn't with me. I think with him, since there wasn't feelings or a long-term plan, she could do sexual acts that she might have felt I would have judged her on. It's not true, but that's what she felt. He treated her like a whore, which in some way she wanted as she felt guilt cheating and thought she was a whore. My guess is this wouldn't have been the case with someone of an equal stature. In the end, she thought I would forgive her because she clearly wasn't going to leave me for him. As we spoke, it was the biggest mistake of her life. She destroyed everything for a guy who meant nothing. And as you heard referenced earlier in this episode, Stephen Karen, that was Steve. That was what he had to say regarding the situation that happened with him. And if you are interested in his story, I suggest um, you can subscribe to my Patreon and you'll be able to hear that full story plus a ton of other ones. So I know that that's referenced a lot uh, throughout the episode and I know exactly who it is uh, because he is a big time supporter of the podcast and I appreciate it. So I think this was a very fun episode. It's it's really good to hear people's thoughts and opinions about it. And I love it when we can come up with things like this. Um, it's just different people, uh, men and women, people who have been cheated on, people who have cheated, you know, what their thoughts and feelings are. And again, if you want to get involved in some of these um questions that I do ask because there is a new one out and I'll get to that in just a second but yes Rebecca Adams find me on Facebook raw truth stories of female infidelity find me on Facebook and if you want to friend me on my page with Rebecca then um certainly like I said send me a message ahead of time um in fact the the guy who put in uh the talking about the Stephen Karen and, and all of that he's the one that actually proposed this one. So upcoming, what are your thoughts on this? Have you or what are your thoughts on revenge cheating? Um, were you cheated on and wanted to uh, seek revenge by cheating back? Did you think about it? Had you done it? Send me your information. I'm interested. Um, you can email me Rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com with your thoughts and opinions. And we will run that episode, of course, in the future once we get um, feedback and thoughts and ideas. So again, that is on revenge cheating. What are your thoughts and opinions or experiences with it? Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Let's Ponder. I appreciate all your support. Like I was saying earlier, if you're interested in uh, extra stories, then suggest, um, consider, not suggest, I'm suggesting for you to consider subscribing to my Patreon. Um, it's $3 a month plus tax. And you can subscribe by visiting my website, rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. Go to the menu. You can click on Patreon. You can also click on uh, story guides uh, if you're interested in submitting a story of your own. If you have a story for the raw truth uh, female stories for cheating, if you've been cheated on, um, as a husband or a partner or uh, the men, if they have been unfaithful, I accept the stories in those three categories, cheating women, cheating men, or a man who was cheated on, um, or if you have suggestions for future Let's Ponder episodes. Um, also on my website, you can help me out tremendously by voting for me for 
the Hot 50 Countdown with Podcast Magazine. We're still in the month of February as I'm recording this. um, And I came in at number 21 for February and I was so not expecting that. And I thank you all. I really, really appreciate it. If you listen on Apple, I uh, would ask that you write me a review or rate me. That helps move the podcast around a little bit so other people can find it. And uh, they're looking for support. This helps them find me easier. So thank you so much. Also, if you want a coffee mug, something like that, the merch store, again, all of this is on my website, rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. Make sure you listen next week as we complete Nadine's story, part two. Part one uh, streamed last week. Ponder this week, completing Nadine's story next week due to come out on March 14th. Um, But until then, take care. Be kind to one another. Be kind to yourself. And always remember, no judgment. Goodbye. Goodbye.